Greetings, everybody. This is a Travel Addict podcast where you can hear candid stories and discussions about business and adventure travel from around the world with activities such as trekking, diving, camping, driving, cruising, and just plain chilling out somewhere. We talk about lots of experiences in places all over the world, including the grand, the remote, the edgy, the risque, and ones of questionable merit. Education, fulfillment, and wonder enrich our lives. And of all the books in the world, the best stories are found between the pages of a passport. Stay tuned. Hello, Malcolm Teasdale here, the travel addict. Time for a trip report. Now, here's a place that not many people think about going to, but I'm into that type of thing, as you know. And it happened fairly recently. I was over in Europe and decided to take a trip to the country of Slovenia, specifically the town of Ljubljana. Yes, it's difficult to pronounce. It turned out to be a really pleasant surprise. Now, if you're trying to figure out how to pronounce it, just say Ljubljana, but the spelling of it is L-J-U-B-L-J-A-N-A. So it looks like it's not pronounceable, but it is. Just say Ljubljana. That's probably the straightforward way. Now, Slovenia is bordered by Italy to the west, Austria to the north, Hungary to the northeast, and Croatia to the southeast, and the Adriatic Sea to the southwest. The country became independent from Yugoslavia in 1991, and is now part of the European Union and NATO. You probably remember all that conflict which happened back in those years, in the 80s and the beginning of the 90s. It was pretty bad. Anyway, the country survived and uh, is independent now. Now, as a plane approached the airport, there was a decent view of the snow-capped Alps. I pre-ordered a taxi, actually, uh, via Booking.com, which is a neat concept. So they were there waiting for me at baggage claim. So all I did was follow the guy out of his car and uh, put the luggage in the back. And we were off pretty straightforward. And it's a cost effective way of doing it as well through booking.com. That's why I normally book my hotels these days. That website is excellent. Now, it did not take long before I realized there was absolutely no language barrier there, at least during the first few days I spent in the country. Everyone I met was pleasant and welcoming. Now, in my opinion, the best area to stay in this city is the old town, or at least within walking distance of it. It's about a 30-minute drive from the airport. However, my taxi driver had to stop across the river from the old town as vehicles are not allowed in the area. Not so much, a little bit, but where my hotel was, it was located in a sort of a, a, a small street on a cobble street, actually. And uh, so cars aren't allowed there at particular times of the day, which is a good thing, mainly because of the many pedestrians. But bear in mind, this is not an overcrowded place. Now, when cars are not allowed, these are typically the hours when the general public are out and about, which are basically the daylight hours. However, it was only a 200-yard walk uh, with my luggage across 
what they called the triple bridge, three bridges in one and along a cobbled street. I was booked into the delightful Vanda Ubani Hotel, small boutique residence in an active pedestrian area. My first impression of the area was its cleanliness and attractiveness. There were outdoor restaurants and cafes on both sides of the street adjacent to the Ljubljana River. Families, including the younger and older generations, people walking their dogs, street musicians, restaurant staff serving food and drink, and plenty of smiling faces created a pleasant vibe and a comfortable feeling of safety, which is important these days. In support of that, Slovenia is currently ranked number five in the world's global peace index, which means it's a very safe place. The Cathedral of St. Nicholas was around the corner from my hotel, which is really spectacular inside. It was originally a Gothic church dating back to the 13th century. However, it was later burnt down by the Turks before being rebuilt in the early 18th century. At the highest point of the old town is the castle. For me, it was a 20-minute walk for me up a steep incline to reach this medieval fortress that was originally built in the 11th century. Now, once I reached the top, I then discovered the funicular. That would have taken me there in 60 seconds, like a cable car, basically. So, no harm done from a little exercise, of course. The castle and the dragon which actually used to be a symbol of the city's protector, make up the coat of arms. I climb to the top of the castle's clock tower for an extensive view of the city and the distant Alps. The castle's vicinity is just a nice place to hang out with a couple of coffee shops and a restaurant. While I was having my afternoon tea, three trumpeters played some marching songs from the top of the tower while I enjoyed my little break. As the old town is a little touristy, yet it's not overcrowded, there are quite a few souvenir shops. There's an open-air market that sells food and clothing, a couple of museums, some small churches, and the town hall. And there are 17 bridges that connect the old town to the newer parts of the city. There is a riverboat cruise that will take you around the old town, and it also is dog-friendly. In the evening, the cruise will have live music on board to entertain you while you're sipping a cocktail. Back on land, there are numerous places to drink and dine, and yes, Slovenia does make decent wine also. A day trip to Lake Bled is just spectacular, and its small castle is very much worth a visit. It's about 35 miles from Ljubljana, and you're greeted with great views and an impressive landscape. It has also hosted the World Rowing Championships on a few occasions. Who knew? The day before I left to return to the USA, I needed a COVID test. That's were the rules back then. And since it was Sunday, the small clinic in the old town was closed, which meant about a mile walk to another clinic located in a more modern area of the city. The lack of traffic and people on the street made it seem like a little ghost town. Now, apart from the old town, pretty much everything else closed on a Sunday. So, this is a great recommendation. I'd love to go back there because it's just an excellent place to chill out.
So, folks, if you are in Europe anytime soon, maybe consider a few days in Ljubljana for a pleasant and relaxing cultural experience. Now, getting there is easy. There's flights to there, mainly stop in Frankfurt for a connecting flight on Lufthansa, but it's easy to get there. So, think about it, and there'll be more information on my website, Malcolm J. Teasdale, of course, but bye for now. Many thanks for joining me today. This is Malcolm Teasdale signing off. Before I do, please check out my website, malcolmjteasdale.com, for more information about my travels around the world. Okay, folks, talk to you later. Bye for now. Stay safe.